0: This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout
1: and the stance.
0: One step left to take Liverpool on the cusp of becoming world champions after booking their place in the Club World Cup final in Doha. That coming courtesy of a 2-1 win over Mexican side Monterey. I'm Guy Clark and this is the Post Game Podcast here on the Blood Red channel of course as we bring you all the reaction you need. We'll hear from the Echo's Chief LFC writer Ian Doyle, who's been out in the Khalifa International Stadium, Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference and of course the selection of our regular contributors. It's been a busy busy week for the Reds then, from Tuesday night's outing for the youngsters in the Carabao Cup away to Aston Villa to this the main event on Wednesday night. They’re watching on and reporting for the echo was our chief LFC writer Ian Doyle.
2: Liverpool are in the FIFA Club World Cup final. They have won here against Monterey 2-1. It was, again, a dramatic win for Liverpool, though. They had to leave it till the first minute of injury time for Roberto Firmino, who'd only been on the field for about a matter of, I think it was five minutes. He got on the end of a Trent Alexander-Arnold cross, poked it in at the near post, and that was enough to win the game for Liverpool. It was a very strange game in many cases, in many ways, I should say, because... Liverpool's team lineup for a start there was no Virgil van Dijk he was ill it meant that Jordan Henderson had to play at center back for the first time in his certainly in his Liverpool career and uh, as Jurgen Klopp said afterwards there was a reason why Jurgen Klopp at the end of the game by the way made a beeline straight for Henderson gave him a massive hug because Henderson had done that well in the game he partnered Joe Gomez uh, and it was one of I think it was five changes for Liverpool in the game uh, it took a little bit of a gamble to be honest Jurgen Klopp because Firmino didn't play as we just started, should, I should say as we just mentioned Sadio Mane didn't start and what that meant is they had a forward line of Mohamed Salah Divock Origi and uh, Jordan And uh, Salah we saw in the start of the game even before the game had even started it was while they were warming up the minute he walked out the whole crowd here there was 45,000 here in the Khalifa International Stadium nearly all of them were supporting Liverpool apart from a small pocket of who were supporting Monterey they'd come over from, uh, from Mexico so every time Salah got the ball every time his face came up on the big screen there was a huge cheer obviously for the Ar- Ar- Arabic community he's a massive massive icon for them and uh, he was made to feel very very welcome and it was in fact it was Mohamed Salah his great piece of skill to turn away from Nicolas Sanchez in the 12th minute and put a pass through that meant that Naby Keita was on the hand to took the ball away give Liverpool an early lead and uh, that was his third goal in three games Keita was one of several players who I thought did particularly well on on the night Uh, but within two minutes Liverpool though were were back level, Monterey got back into the game, it was a free kick, or sorry I should say, a set piece came in from the right wing, Liverpool didn't really deal with it properly, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain put a header, it went up in the air, it was knocked back into the uh, into the danger zone, went over the top of Andy Robertson, uh, Gallardo got a shot away, and it was Rogelio Funes Mori, who's the brother of, uh, twin brother in fact, of former Event defender Ramiro Funes Mori, who prodded in and to be honest with Liverpool Liverpool dominated possession they played a very high line and what that meant though is that Monterey who were very good on the counter-attack they did have opportunities but when they got through Alisson Becker who was another player I thought did very well he made a number of good saves and so much so in fact that some of the saves were better than he made them look in the sense that he made it look easy when they were far from routine certainly one in the, uh, in, the in the first half uh, from the Monterey ca- captain whose name escapes me I don't think it was Pavon he had a very good game actually he got substituted in the second half which I thought helped Liverpool but the reason he went off is partly the reason why Liverpool won is that Liverpool had superior fitness levels you saw in the uh, last 15 minutes, there were a number of Monterey players who went down with cramp, and that kind of told in the last 15 minutes. As I say, you know Liverpool just kind of you know, upped the pressure, and while Monterey kind of did, they ended the game actually very very strongly. They had a couple of uh, a couple of near misses in the minutes after Firmino scored, but Liverpool, you know, I wouldn't say they rode their luck, but they certainly just did just enough to win the game. There was one in an interesting flashpoint in the game. Uh, Joe Gomez brought down from, uh, Funes Mori when. He was kind of beaten to a. I think it was a high ball. He didn't have to bring him down. It was just on the on the uh, just inside the Liverpool half. And Jordan Henderson was coming around the other side. And you know the referee uh, gave uh, a yellow card, which was the right decision. But then shortly afterwards. Uh, Gomez handled the ball. It was an accidental handball, but it was a free kick. And Antonio Mohammed, the Monterey manager, was up in his technical area, giving it all the you know imaginary yellow card, wanting to see uh, a second yellow card and a red for Gomez. And Jurgen Klopp didn't take too kindly to this. Uh, and some of you may have seen the pictures or may have seen the footage at the time where he then went up to the out left, his technical area, and started waving a yellow card at uh, the Monterey boss. Uh, in the end, the referee just booked both of them and it all simmered down. Uh, though the Monterey boss did say after the game that he thought, You know, it should have been at least one of them, should have been a red card. I mean, to be honest, I don't necessarily agree with him, but he was, you know, the Monterey boss was quite fair in his assessment of the game. He thought that Liverpool, in the end, just had better concentration, better fitness levels, and uh, that that ultimately is what decided the game. Uh, Liverpool then go on to play uh, Flamengo in the final on Saturday. As I say, there was 45,000 here, nearly all of them were Liverpool fans. We've seen around Doha, and we've mentioned this a few times on these videos that there are about ten, between ten and fifteen thousand Flamengo fans. Jurgen Klopp made mention of actually in his post-match press conference, where he said that there were, you know, there were quite a few people celebrating around the, the Liverpool's team hotel when Flamengo won. So he was aware of, you know, the, the strength of feeling amongst many of the Brazilians who've come over here. So I would not expect the stadium to be you know, so partisan towards Liverpool in the final itself. But at least Liverpool are there, and you know, as I say, with the gamble that Klopp made with his. With his team, know, part of it was forced with Van Dijk. He wasn't left with many defensive options in midfield, and ended up playing Adam Lallana as the as the number six. And he, you know, Klopp even said in a competitive game, he doesn't think he can remember ever put in such an offensive midfield with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain in there as well. But Liverpool got the job done. They move on to the game against Flamengo. It would be a different kind of game. Klopp said that as well. He thought that you know without wishing to give too much away he said we can expect it it'll be a different kind of Liverpool a different kind of performance he certainly won't be putting that team out again Virgil van Dijk missed out with the illness as we said and if there's any chance that he can play he will be playing because this is a competition that Liverpool have shown tonight that they are desperate to win they've never won it before in their in their history it's the one thing that's missing the one major trophy that's missing from the trophy cabinet back at Anfield and of course some of the older viewers will know that Liverpool played Flamengo in this comparative game. Back in 1981, Liverpool didn't take weren't taking it particularly seriously, got beat 3-0, a bit of a chastening evening for them and they also lost in 1984 and 2005 so at the fourth time of asking, Liverpool now have a chance to become champions of the world.
0: Ian Doyle with his verdict on Wednesday night showing in Qatar. Let's now though get the manager's thoughts. Jurgen Klopp's been speaking to the assembled media after the win.
2: Yeah, Olly Foster from uh, BBC
3: News. That that looked like hard work, and not, probably not what you needed. I don't think it was uh, possibly in a different way. It was not possible the hard way. We saw now a couple of games here um, in this tournament, and obviously each team is here to to represent the country, the continent, whatever, and, and, and try everything to be successful. So and. Um, the opponent tonight did exactly the same, so they, they fought really hard me, that we had problems before the game. Um, we knew that we would have some problems in the game, was clear as well. Um, but I really think the boys um, did exceptionally well um, because we had so many strange things. It was the most offensive midfield I probably ever lined up um, in a competitive game. Um, then Hendo and Joe Gomez together as a center-half pairing. Center half pairing. First time, Handle's first time at center half. What a game! Um, so we controlled the game for a long period, and then they came with set piece. With the set piece, where it was clear we were not too tall today, and um, usually a player, I think you is scored a goal. And usually a player in that situation is offside when when you play against us. In this case, it was not offside. That's one thing. Yeah. And then counter attacks, long balls, stuff like this. That's what they had and I knew we had Ali in these moments, um, which helps, obviously, a lot, or we defended it in different ways. So I'm really overly happy with the performance because I knew before I knew that it would be really tough and difficult the boys that again really well. Hello, uh, you're the um, I just wonder whether I could ask you about, uh, I mean, a late goal. What does that say about
4: the spirit of its determination? It's a it strange competition we you are ah. so clearly determined
3: to get through? Okay. I was actually afraid of the export, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was more than happy and Bobby scored that goal. So we had to, we had to do a few changes because we had no other options. But we want to do a, um, for the lineup some other changes, so it means we left Franco mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Bobby out and Sadio out. So that gives you then the opportunity when the game is not decided to, to to make the decision actually and that Bobby's score to go was just wonderful and he came on and was immediately in the game and so it's really good situation pass from Mo not, not playing up but he helped us a lot Sadio with his power and um, all itself stuff trend immediate dangerous crosses so it helped but um, staying on track is our is part of our game so um, I don't think you can you for sure cannot plan it um, a goal like this you cannot. you only should not um, think it's impossible, so that's the only thing, and it was really a super, super goal. Um, I didn't, I saw the goal, but not that the ball went in, because so many players were in between. I just saw the reaction of the obviously goalkeeper, he was not too happy, so I started celebrating, so um, really, really cool. Um, play in a South American
0: club, it's not so usual for Liverpool. Uh, it's a different style, so many times. Flamingo is the first club in the World Cup, uh, (laughs) South American team uh, in the World Cup with an European coach, first time. And we used to say that Flamingo is an European team in South America. (laughs) Do you think this is uh, turning the game against Flamingo more
3: comfortable or more difficult? Oh, it will be more difficult for sure, not because, just because of the next game and we have now to collect our bones. I don't in that moment don't know exactly who who will be ready for the next game, so we will see. Um, it looks. I saw the, the, the bench of Monterey, there were like 10-15 players on it, um, I don't know, I'm not sure. Probably Flamengo season is over, um, they are here with the full squad pretty much as well, so we have just to... Um, to to recover as quick as possible, and then to make ourselves ready. So, um, but we saw Flamengo, of course, um, in, the, in the other semi-final, and it was an open game for a long period. Um, so we will see. We will see who, who deals better with the circumstances. Um, who is who has. Um, more right decisions. That's all. But of course, they are with um, Porto. Jesus as, as a manager, of course, as European influence on Portuguese influence, at least. Um, and that, that's it. But the, the players itself have already quality. So if there was no, we would, would not be a European coach. It would be already difficult with Porto. Jesus, very, very experienced, and very successful in Portugal and now in Brazil as well. So um, yeah, we have a lot of respect for that. But at the end. Uh, we will try um, our best and we'll see how we work out? Uh,
1: now the case is called your goal, you know, your first goal. Uh, Moisela had a, a little bit of a difficult time today. I just wondering what you felt about that because he tried to, he kept on
5: pushing and pushing but wasn't able to deliver the final ball in there. But more importantly, you kept your Mane on the bench tonight and I'm just wondering
0: why you did that. <laughs> okay, yes.
3: Because Thomas problem was the pastor where the goal was from Moore. That's so much that much to your thesis um, that he couldn't play the final ball. He had a lot of final balls, he the ball for Milner's chance was from Moore as well. Look, um, we are all human beings and um, the attention on Mo Salah in this country or in this part of the world is obviously massive. I thought he played in a sensational good game for all that what happened around. When you go out for up and you and everybody's only looking at you, I wouldn't feel too comfortable with that. He, he did really well with it. He was always a threat. He played a really good game. He, he was until the last minute um, there for, our, for the balls in behind, stuff like this. And yes. They try to defend him from time to time, with two the two guys, then with another, only one guy, but that's really aggressive, that's how bad it is, he has to deal with it, and he can deal with that. So, I'm, I'm really, really happy with the most game, and Sadio, I think, as, as I, I told before, he, he cannot touch just pushed the, the same players through the season so we have the quality with Devok and especially um, and offensively with Devok and, and Shark. so we need to we need to um, use that that's what we did but it was clear that we have the opportunity to bring on Sadio and Bobby and um, now they have played I think from Sadio maybe 25 minutes or 30 and then Bobby maybe 10 15 so good very good for us and Navi, so Navi what a player so, um, very decisive super goal, another super chance, uh, that's his strength. So, in small spaces, he feels quite comfortable. So, that helps us a lot, runs in behind. And when um, we are already high on the pitch, that's an uh, exceptional skill of him that he goes there. He scored already a goal like this, had another chance uh, in a similar situation. Top game, really happy. Uh, as you told us,
5: uh, you watched the uh, Premier match
3: yesterday, so I would like to know what are your expectations for for Sunday? Tough game, <laughs> really tough game. But we we, we watched the game, yes. Um, I saw a lot, um, and we will watch more games. So because one game is important, but it's not all about that. And um, we are a different, we will be a different opponent, of course. Um, but it's yeah, that's so how it is. We will analyze. We will do tomorrow. I think 5 p.m. So then when we do the real analyze then I start thinking really about the next opponent in a moment. Um, all what I could say now is could be based on one game and I don't believe in, in science from on one game we have to watch two three games and that's what we will do and then we'll see what our conclusion will be. at the end we try to make ourselves ready for a really tough game. And you saw uh, next to our hotel um, before the game the flamenco fans celebrated already before their game. Celebrated already at yeah, a proper party, so they have obviously a couple of supporters here, and um, so we'll, for them it's important. To us, it's important, and we have to see who deals with that situation better.
5: Having witnessed uh, these uh, super goals, uh, I think your uh, attackers don't need any more reinforcement. However, it's reported that
4: Takumi uh, Minamino is joining. And uh, uh, what, in your opinion?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, is uh, value added? Uh, what? What is? Uh, uh, how? How do you evaluate? Yeah. Is it? Is it official? Mr. McKay? No. <laughs> no so I cannot. I cannot speak about it. Sorry, too early. If he would come, <laughs> I would be really good today. To be honest, today if you could bring him on as well. So, um, but not. He's not yet our player. So um, we have to wait for that. So, sorry. This team gets a lot of praise for
4: the
2: way Allison plays his goal, the way the back four plays, and the attack. One of perhaps the last criticisms really of this team was not that many
4: goals from midfield. The, the form of that played yet another goal. Was that possibly one of the last final
3: pieces? It would be really nice if football easy, so we realize that they have a. Um, lack of goals from it he tell us the boys and then they, they shoot goals from there that's not like this so we have um, a specific way of play I really like how 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 obvious that always is um, how much we stick to our principles to our patterns, that's really important and that brings different players in different positions to to for, for scoring situations yes but Nabi is is a player who can score goals and he did now for it's not the highest number of games he played so far for us but he scored a lot of goals already, so important goals as well, and um, absolutely brilliant um, how we did that today, and there's so much more to come, so maybe if you know be a bit longer, then you would say, okay, that all looked really um, good, but there's still um, some space that's um, absolutely brilliant news for us.
2: Evening, Jürgen, just wondering how is Virgil's illness, was it a difficult decision tonight, and is he likely to uh, recover in time for, for um, Saturdays? Oh, it was an easy decision actually
3: because he couldn't train and so, we, yes, it was yesterday before. Yesterday on the pitch for a couple of minutes until the media left and then unfortunately he had to leave as well, not because of the media, just because he didn't do well. So yesterday no training possible, yesterday night actually, maybe it was yesterday night but this morning no no training possible mm-hmm. and um, his decision could play difficult or handle to deal with but he did really good and we will see, I don't know. Um how um, quick he can recover.
0: Please. Jürgen Klopp speaking to the media after Liverpool's 2-1 win over Monterey. Your views to come after this. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Straight on to our fan reaction tonight then coming up is Simon Donnelly but not before we hear from Steve Dawson.
4: I was sitting behind the goal with my daughter and uh I would say of the 45,500 people that were there, there may have only been a group of about 1,500 Monterey fans. And full credit to them, they were noisy, they were very visible, but they just took a little pocket up uh, behind the goal opposite us. And the rest of the stadium seemed to be Liverpool fans. Very international crowd, not an Anfield crowd by any means. There was no pre-game rendition of You'll Never Walk Alone. Um, There was also a bit of an embarrassing... Mexican wave um, around the 60-minute mark, where things were quite tense, I must say. Uh, full credit again to the Monterey fans for not getting involved in that; they were too caught up in the game. Um, the team lineup, my goodness, we were. I always say we're so lucky to have four world-class central defenders, but we're getting a bit stretched now, aren't we? Um, it was a bit of a shock for us to not see Virgil Van Dijk in the in the lineup. Thought um, Jordan Henderson didn't do anything particularly wrong with. Joe Gomez alongside him, certainly in possession, he was fine. But we did look a little bit exposed when they ran at us. And we're so used to seeing Van Dijk just snuff out anybody who dares to run at our central defenders with the greatest of ease. And that wasn't the case, particularly in the first half. They, they threatened us uh, numerous times. In fact, during the course of the game, Alison Becker was called upon to make to save after save. Their goal came after he made a very good save. No one else was there to clean up the rebound. But shortly after that, he made a superb save, diving away to his right. And I thought Alison Becker was man of the match um, as a result. Um, They, by contrast, made some very timely challenges uh, in the centre of their defence. In the first 45 minutes in particular, uh, had they not done that, we might have just run away with this one, but Yeah, it was tense uh, right up to the end. I remember they had a corner in the 87th minute thinking to myself that if they scored this, that's it. We're not really going to come back from that one. But down the other end of the field, and um, yeah, Bobby took his goal very well. But I can't say I saw this in the moment live, but when I watched a a quick replay of the goal on my phone, that pass that Trent Alexander-Arnold put in was just first class. You'd expect him from that position to sort of whip it in, as he so often does but He clearly picked out his spot, could foresee a run from Bobby and just put it right in the place where Bobby wanted it. Uh, What a pass that was, just a tremendous assist from him. And earlier on, just to mention um, Naby getting a third goal in three games, so, so pleased for him. Um, I really think he's he's due uh, all the confidence that Jurgen Klopp can put in him now. That's not to say he'll play every game. We know that the midfield is constantly rotated. But um, I think he's worth his place as as much as any of the attacking midfielders now. And uh, that's really, really great to see. Flamengo on uh, Saturday. And there's plenty of Flamengo fans around. There were lots of them at the airport. There's lots of them in the city. Um, They're very visible. They're very good natured. Looking forward to it. Should be a really good party atmosphere. Wonderful
5: times here in Qatar. And uh, come on, Liverpool. World champions. Come on. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo with a heavy cold, so forgive my voice. Liverpool have just beaten Monterey in the uh, Club World Championship, Club World Cup tonight over in Qatar, which puts us in the final against Flamengo of Brazil and fittingly Bobby Firmino from Brazil come on and scored the winner for us, it's great. And it was reasonably exciting. I thought, I thought Monterey were a very good team, shooting on sight. But their ability to shoot was was really good. So they were always posing a threat. If anyone saw the goal in the quarterfinal, that took them through to the semi. It was an absolute score check. So they were no mugs, but we beat them late on. I actually, if I'm being honest, think they maybe had slightly... More of the game as a whole than us, but we did enough to get through with the uh, little Brazilian magician at the end sneaking one in. Uh, a funny team set up tonight with Big Virgil missing. Uh, I hope he's back for the weekend, for the final. And uh, just a word about the uh, debacle that was the Carabao Cup, was it final last night, where we had to play two games in two nights and we obviously had to play a team of kids. Average age, I think, was 19 last night. And we got hammered by an, a very sort of um, Premier League standard Aston Villa team. No disrespect to Liverpool. We did what we had to do. But over the years, we've heard lots of calls for managers to be punished, for clubs to be punished for disrespecting the Carabao Cup, even the FA Cup, by not naming their their strongest side um for the for the matches in those cups. Well, they dare not next season, they dare not admonish us if we don't play our stronger side in one of those tournaments. Because whoever it was that made the decision, whether it was Carabao Cup or whether it was the, the I don't know who it was, you can't even remember who it was who made the decision not to postpone that, that match last night against Villa showed us, I feel, a great deal of disrespect because it was only through our success that we got ourselves in this Club World Cup we want to win it we've gone all out to win it and to give us two games in 24 hours in different continents is absolutely disrespectful I think and I'm fuming over that so dare anybody next season or in future seasons admonish us for playing lesser teams in those cup in those cup tournaments and I think we have you know we were well within our rights to defend ourselves strongly against such an argument but anyway, signed on a happy note, Club World Cup, Champ Finals, a uh, game against Flamen- Flamengo of Brazil on at the weekend and should be with it. We think we, this is the possibly the only tournament, the only trophy Liverpool have never won. So it'll be nice to get that back in the, in the cabinet and call ourselves the greatest club side on the planet. Come on, you Reds.
0: Simon Donnelly and Steve Dawson there with their thoughts here on the post-game podcast. Don't forget then, the Reds through to the final to take on Flamengo on Saturday. Blood Red and the Echo will of course bring you all the build-up you need ahead of that crunch showdown as Liverpool bid to become world champions. We'll have a behind-enemy-line special analysing Anfield still to come this week, as is more from our team out in Qatar. Taking us out tonight though, uh, Owen Thomas, but first Sam Planch.
6: Okay, so the World Club Cup and winning the semi-finals here tonight. I thought Liverpool started really well, Um, scored the goal and then conceded the silly goal and then had a spell there in the the game where we weren't on top. Um, (coughs) Decent side we're playing against, maybe underestimated a bit, there was a lot of changes. Most of them are forced, Um, some of them weren't. Um, I just thought that with Henderson... Coming back into the defence and and Firmino um, not playing and Fabinho being out injured, we lacked experience in there and when injured as well, I thought Milner should have started in the midfield and Trent right back just to give that bit of a balance there. But on the bright side, I thought Keita was there, uh, but I need to thought some of his dart and runs. I think not just the goal, which was great. He had another got another good chance and he had two or three more chances where we. He darted in late. Um it was a great sign to see because that's something that we're missing from the midfield. So that that was a real positive. Um, they were playing long diagonal balls and long hoofs, <coughs> and really, you're looking quite susceptible to them. And Alisson had to make more saves than their goalie. Their goalie came out a couple of times to stop Sally. Um, but you know, o- overall, uh, I think. We lacked a bit of tempo and a bit of quality on the night, but we, we got through. I mean, when they started to tire and cramp, and Firmino come on, and Trent come on, and Manny come on, that just that bit of quality got us over the line. But this team in the, in the final um, were a lot better, what I've seen. And if we don't play our full team in that, we're going to struggle, I think, because we looked a little bit flat last few games, and I think, you know, Krops tried to rotate and all that, and I get all that. But I think we got to play our full team because if you're going to bother to, to to pick yourself up and get on a plane and go over there for this cup, you've got to bring the cup home. You know, it's a world club cup, that We've never won before. This is a game at our large for these clubs, you know, and they just want to beat Liverpool. We need to bring this home and win every cup, you know. I was only I was only thinking before, you know, uh, when Klopp first came in. I think. I think he had a semi in the FA Cup, a semi in the League Cup, and a League Cup final within two years when he first came in, and he didn't win any of them. And and sort of getting to all them finals with the squad that we had sort of, it cost us in the league a couple of games and stuff like that. Though we were nowhere near, it still cost us points. And it just shows how far we've come now. Where we're putting a scratch team of kids out for the League Cup because we're on the European map and and we're looking at World Club Cups and Super Cups and European Cups and Premier Leagues, you know so it's great it's great mark of progress and, I, 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 and I've and i got no problem with these clubs who, who are going and um, and chasing this League Cup but I, I think just going on to the League Cup a little bit the team that played there yeah, they got beat 5-0 but that game for them there last night was, was is worth more than about 20 games in the uh, in the Aziz League so that's the under 23s as it's called now so you know it's great experience for them kids and I, I think it's really good I think they were unlucky I think the first two goals were um, a bit fluky by Villa and then then it was just an experience but going back to tonight it's great to get um, to win it in the end and avoid extra time which is probably a bit of a key there but <laughs> we're going to need more quality in the final gonna, I think we're going to need to start our best team in the final and bring the cup home and go from there Um Going through a couple more of the players, I think Salah was lively up front. I thought I thought Chamberlain was quite poor in midfield. He was quite loose with the ball, um, but you know he kept going and kept going, and we know there's a good player in there. And I thought Anderson deserves a lot of credit. You know he gets a lot of stick and, and everything, but he plugged in there, and I don't think any of the goals are his fault. And he, he gave us all, and uh, I think the captain's got to um got to deserve a lot of credit for that, and I think. You know what he does behind the scenes, by what we what we read and what we've been told, and just the whole way he conducts himself and his determination and everything deserves a lot of credit. He he he's not the best midfielder that we've ever had, but you know what he's he's a very good player and he's dedicated to the club and I think he deserves a little bit more credit than he gets. But still, that I, I think that um, there's some of the criticism over the fact that he can't play three Endersons or three types of player in that midfield. You've got to variate it a bit, but. James Anderson, the guy, I think he's shown there where he, you know, a proper captain's uh, performance there. When he was needed, he, he he went in that back four, and I think he's done well. So, listen, let let's bring this goal on. We've got to win it, bring it back, and then go again. The next game, and the next
1: game, and that's all we can do. Hi, this is Owen from Cop on Podcast. Oh, that was easy, wasn't it? Oh, wow! Nothing like a last minute goal to. <sighs> relieve all of the pressures. You know, I think lots of people will, you know, need need time to meditate in this mad and crazy world we live in. And, uh, you know, you might find your mindfulness guru uh, not as effective as Bobby Firmino in the last minute. Wow! Great victory! Well done to Monterey Club de Football Monterey. We haven't played them. Or sorry, we hadn't played them since the seventeenth of May, nineteen sixty-four. I'm just looking at NFCHistory.net. Wonderful website. When Ian Saint John got a hat trick in a 3 0 victory, uh, I wish it were. I wish it had been that simple for us today. But no, Monterey strong. Uh, solid, tricky, cheeky, Jürgen might say, with some of their skills and the way that they slowed the ball down, kept the ball. They were very, very, very good. But Liverpool, I think, created the better chances uh, and uh, info goals. Uh, xg chart says that liverpool had 2.16 and monterey 1.35 so you know according to the xg we deserved to win um, and uh, you know it was just you know a relief but uh, you know in our defense we were missing five world class players from the starting lineup virgil gini sadio bobby and trent with the latter three of course coming on, making a difference, uh, I do think we'll have too much for Flamengo on on Saturday. Um, but I hope they don't charge into tackles like Monterey were doing early on. Um, that was not very pleasant to see. Um, in terms of the play itself, I thought we did okay. Um yeah, I thought Divok and Shaq were a little bit disappointing if I have to be uh you know to be honest, uh because they were struggling against the low block, weren't they? Um not enough movement, not enough sharpness, our best attacks coming from uh when when one of our midfield players, especially Nabi Kater, broke beyond their defence. We looked dangerous that way, but not much coming from Divok shack, unfortunately. But we live on. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast. I can't wait for the final now on Saturday. I was a bit, you know, I don't know, what can you say? A little bit, I don't know, meh, about the whole thing. But now I can't wait for Saturday. I think it'll be a cracking match. Showpiece final. It's still a bit of a working holiday, but uh, it should be a great laugh. Well done, Liverpool.
0: Owen and Sam, our last two contributors tonight. Well, that's all from us here on the post-game pod tonight as the Reds book their place in the FIFA Club World Cup final. Thanks to you for your company and time here on Blood Red. Until next time, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel.